Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. It depends entirely on that child, and as that child develops, how quickly that you stay in tube matures. Therefore, is there any way that we can hasten the maturation of that eustachian tube, or is it just a natural progress? I don't think it is. I know. So can we speed up how quickly the eustachian tube or the auditory tube uh, develops? No. The reason we cannot, unfortunately, it's because the eustachian tube lies within the bony vault, which is the skull. We uh, we cannot actually intervene there. So, in fact, a grommet is an indirect intervention to actually open a tube which we cannot reach. So, un- unfortunately, uh, just to put it simply, even in a child, the right and the left ear, the eustachian tube may be totally different levels of development. The one side in the ear may develop faster than the other side, and you may find the child only gets an infection in one ear and not in the other ear. Mm -hmm. So even in an individual child, you could have different levels of maturation in the same child. So because of our anatomy and we, we the fusion of two halves in terms of development, you may find that in the same child, the one ear matures faster than the other. So there's no, no, the, the simple answer is no. There is no way of speeding the process up. What we can do, however, is manage the other factors. So if the child is a- allergic or is atopic, we can manage that. If the a- child is having recurrent infections, we can look to see if the immune system of that child is functioning well and look at other factors. And then obviously there's preventative factors, trying to ask them to make sure that they clean their noses regularly, uh, make sure when they're swimming, they keep, uh, you know, try and avoid uh, when they sick to swim and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of what we've been discussing dangerous to hearing? Yes. So the biggest thing is if we don't put in a grommet, what would happen? What would nature do? Nature would create its own grommet. So the first one is the eardrum can rupture. And that in itself, repeated rupturing of the eardrum, weakens the eardrum and can cause hearing loss. Secondly, Middle-ear infections themselves, because they pass on toxins into the inner ear, which is where the hearing apparatus or the cochlea lies, that repeated uh, seeping of toxins into the inner ear can also result over long-term into adult life with uh, long-term hearing loss. So... If you don't do anything, it doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, the the problem will go away. We can end up with long-term hearing loss, and that's one of the reasons we put in a grommet, is to try and prevent hearing loss in kids. I think the important thing then is that with an ear infection, either way, if it's treated or untreated, there are risks. Yes. And we're choosing to try and mitigate that risk or reduce that risk as much as possible, knowing that an intervention might cause problems. But if we leave it, it's the unknown. We don't know which way it's going to go. In fact, I would go further, Michael, is is to say that I often say a grommet doesn't just uh, remove the fluid and decrease infection. In fact, what we find, and I'm sure kids who have grommets inside tend to get less 
general infections and tend to recover a lot quicker from infections that whereas once that middle ear is blocked, and this is something we don't understand really well, is that when the fluid's there, we tend to see the kids get sick more often. And yet when we put in a ventilation or grommet into the ear, we find that these kids, even if they do get sick, they tend to get sick less often, and if they do, they tend to recover quicker. Mm. Simon, is that your experience? No, I actually even say to my patients sometimes when I'm referring them, I say to them jokingly, this is a bad business decision for me. <laughs> because when you go and get the grommets in, I'm not going to see you again. <laughs> so, absolutely, I have experience of my own child. My youngest daughter, when she was two and a half, was a really difficult child to be polite. Couldn't I work out why it was? And eventually she went to go and see one of my colleagues who was an ENT, and, and he put grommets in. It was literally within 24 hours I had a different child. Mm. She was calm and she was speaking better. She was walking better. Uh, but absolutely right. I think that the right child, in other words, the child has kind of had exactly as you just explained, number of infections that just are not responding and not responding. Grommets in the right child are really fantastic and changes the child's life and the family. I mean, you know, mom then... Not missing work anymore, child's able to go back to school and education continue. You're preventing the issues with hearing. So I think what's been also been good here, Mike, is a lot of what Ishmael has said is exactly how we've touched on it mm. through the various podcasts about the anatomy of the station, choosing mechanisms. So it's really good to have it packaged now. Yeah, all in wrapping the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think it's a nice summary. Uh, of everything and also a bit of extra stuff stuff that we don't think is important or don't necessarily need to say to our parents because we're not dealing with the surgical aspect yeah. so I think thank you very much Ishmael for taking us through the, the insertion of grommets and also middle ear inflation and the anatomy because it's of immense importance thank you it's and really and it's a really difficult concept to understand so I think it's been explained really well so, as usual, with a big thank you, Dr. Ishmael Patel. If your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids. .co.za, and that's the numeral four, and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At Two Pete in a Podcast. At Two Pete in a Podcast. TWO, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.